Welcome to a special bonus episode of Windsor's Inside Pulse. Today, we continue our series interviewing Ward 7 by-election candidates. My name is Daniel Abluser, and today I have the pleasure of being joined by Ward 7 by-election candidate Albert Saba for a brief interview about his campaign. Albert, thank you for joining us on Windsor's Inside Pulse. Thank you to have me, Daniel. All right. Well, Albert, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Who is Albert Saba? Thank you so much. I am Albert Saba, a proud citizen, a resident of Ward 7, a community advocate, a volunteer in many community organizations, a college professor, a husband to one wife, and a father to five children. I was born and raised in Burundi, Africa. From the time we and my family immigrated to Canada, that was back in 2007-2008, I have chosen to settle in Windsor, Ontario. Shortly thereafter our arrival, I began to serve the public and the community as a volunteer within the city's settlement organizations. I hold a master's degree in business administration from University Laval in Quebec with a specialty in electronic business and strategic planning and a bachelor's of science from University of Burundi where I was born with a specialty in industrial engineering. As you can get it from here, I am an engineer by trade and a business person by profession. And besides teaching at two community colleges here in Windsor, Borear and St. Clair, I am an employment counselor and a job developer within Windsor Women Working with Immigrant Women. And it has been nine years that I work with settlement, orientation, and employment services. I fluently communicate in five different languages, English, French, Swahili, Kirundi, and Kinyarwanda. I have more than 30 years experience as a board member within community organization, whether it be faith-based, religious, Rotary International, Richelieu International, Fondation Richelieu International, the African Community Organization of Windsor, and so on and so on. I have lived in three areas within the city of Windsor. One, it was uh, in Westside as uh, I was renting. Second time, it was close to downtown on McDougal Street as a home owner first. And later I was a landlord. And now since 2015, I live in Eastside as a home owner again. Well, you have quite the resume, which is particularly impressive because you said you have five children as well? Yes. How, how, and, what's, uh, what's the old, how old's the oldest? How old's the youngest? Thank you. The oldest is 22. The youngest is uh, 10. Wow. You must, you must have your hands you full. That whenever I am talk yeah, this tells you that whenever I'm talking about issues that are affecting children, students, I am talking from my own experience. Well, that, well, that's great. That's good to hear. So can you tell us a bit about why you're running for city council? What do you think? I mean, you told us a bit about your background, but what do you think you bring to the table? Thank you very much. Um, I am 
running for city council in Ward 7 for five main reasons. The first one is that I live in this awesome Ward 7 that has been very good to me and my family. And uh, I am being affected by any single issue that is affecting any of my neighbors. Being on city council would be a way for me to give back to the community, to do my part, to keep Ward 7 great. Three, I want my children to raise their own children in this beautiful Ward 7 already a model of innovation and sustainable development. Four, I want to help guide and connect our city council to the voice that we speak strongly for our growing community. And why am I, what am I bringing to the table? I will bring to the table of city, of council, uh, city council a seven point platform that contain 13 proposals the founding of all my 13 proposals fall within the projects approved by the 2020 recommended capital budget and the section A of it, 2020 capital budget, eight-year plan report. Well, it sounds like you've done your homework there then as well. So that's really good to hear. So now, what do you think sets you apart, though, from other candidates? Give us, you know, you, know, you I don't know if you're knocking on doors at this point, but give us your virtual doorstep pitch. Why, why should residents vote for you, Albert? Okay. Thank you very much. Um, what is setting me apart? I have got the opportunity to talk to the constituent in Ward 7. And that is what brought up my seven-point platform. I am a first-generation immigrant in my family, and uh, this gives me a taste of what is the meaning of living in this city as a newcomer, the struggles, the concerns, and how to overcome them. I want to lead the way and show others how to do it. I have, as I said, a 30 years experience working with community organizations, 19 years in Africa and 11 years here in Windsor, Canada. I own a house and I have been renting. I have been a landlord as well. This gives you an understanding and uh, that uh, I know what is the housing crisis in the city, whether the issue is about houses price, the issues of renting and the burden of the landlord. I have a better understanding of the business world and the economics dynamics, whether it be micro or macro. It starts with the household, and expand to the city, the province, and the country. I will have the opportunity to bring my expertise within the city council. I am a parent as well, as I said. My five children are aged between 10 and 22. Three are at university, and they all ride the public transportation. When I talk about security, safety, libraries, public transportation, I say it by experience. In brief, I talk about issues where I have first hand of knowledge and understanding. 
It is, uh, they, it is not they say, I heard, no. Finally, I will bring in an integrative negotiation style where the negotiator looks for long-term relationship and they try to ensure value for both sides. This kind of negotiation will lead to a kind of win-win outcome. Well, that, that's, that's good to hear. And so you have the experience using the services of the city, but also have that business experience to know what's going to be the best ways to deliver those services. So I, I think that's a, that, that, that's a really good mix. And I, and I think it's helpful the way that you uh, describe it that way. What, what do you think are the most important issues facing Ward 7? When you knock on those doors, what do you hear Thank from you residents? So what? Yes. There are five pressing issues and there are eight other issues that I have brought in my platform. Let me start by the five most pressing ones. The flooding mitigation plan. Here in Ward 7, all my neighbors were affected by the flooding that occurred two times in a period of 11 months. Second is the roads construction. In Ward 7, we have eight roads that have been neglected for a while. It is time to rebuild them. I may bring up Jervis Avenue, Eleanor Street, St. Clair Avenue, Clover Street, Menor Street, John, M John M Street, Florence, and Adelaide. The upgrade of our park. In Ward 7, we have several beautiful parks, but look at them. There is no toilet nor shade. I have a goat. People were visiting the park within my house who came and knocked on my door requesting for a toilet and I offered. Should it be like that? No, we need a kind of upgrade. Why? Because public toilets are part of the commons along with the street lamps, sidewalks, and roads. Fourth, we have the public safety. Road traffic injuries contribute substantially to the disease burden. In many residential areas, there are no speed sign, no bumps, nothing. People are driving on our street as if it was on a highway. Fourth or fifth, we have the public security. The break-ins that we have been experiencing in Ward 7, in cars, garages, and home are unusual and can no longer be endured by Ward 7 residents. So in my platform, I have brought it up because it is a very pressing issue, especially in forest grade and Banwell area. Those are the most pressing, but I have others which are eight. There is something about a labor transportation system, lowering the cost of housing, the senior cares, mental health cares, and the homelessness, and the accessible libraries as well. When I'm talking about accessible libraries, it's not about accessibility for those who have some mobility issues, no. A great library is somewhere where you have a broad mix of community services and where you can have people who are fostering communication, 
we have a world that is made of most of immigrants. I have knocked on the doors. I know what I'm talking about. Translation services, literacy programs, foreign language classes, English as a second language, tutoring and computer training. Yeah, a great library should be a place where people uh, meet for function and catalyze community revitalization. Again, this is something that can make our library very great and accessible. So I think that those are all really, uh, it, it, you certainly recognize the issues in Ward 7 and a lot of those issues, of course, are citywide issues. But are there, are there other issues that you think are maybe the one, one or two most important issues that are really citywide issues as opposed to just local Ward 7 issues? Yes, there are at least six. The first one is the mega hospital issue that uh, people are talking about. The second is uh, the renting to international students. The third is uh, the homelessness, which is a citywide. The fourth is the mental health care issue. And the fifth is the seniors care. When I started my campaign back in February and March, talking about homelessness, mental health, and the senior, it was meaning anything. But later on, people, they came to me, they say, oh, Albert, you were foreseeing what was coming because everybody has been affected by this. Now, the city council has already tabled about the auditor general issue by selecting a private company that will be carrying out that task. I would love the opportunity uh, once the term is over to revisit the consideration at the end of the assignment term. So those are other issues at the city level. Well, that that's great. You uh, you certainly have identified a, a lot of uh, a lot of city issues. You've certainly been uh, been been following along, and I think that those are all very important issues. Is there uh, is there anything else that you wish to uh, share with our with our listeners about you about your campaign and anything else that we didn't cover? Yes, for sure. Um, there are two things. Uh, somebody may think, what do you plan to accomplish once you are a city councilor? I will accomplish mainly two things. The first thing is that I will create effective working relationship with several key audiences to successfully undertake my responsibility. First, there will be to talk with the citizens and the voters, the community groups, the press, you, <laughs> the government agencies and the elected official, non-profit organizations to make sure that we are on the same page. The second thing will be to go ahead and request some review of the five pressing issues that we have in Ward 7 and I will tell them exactly where the budget will come from. Now, in ending, I would like to tell Ward 7 residents and the voters that first thing I thank MP Eric for the tenure that he has done at City Council for the last terms and I will continue in his footprints. Second, I would like that everybody go out and vote. Third, I would like that everybody will get my hanger 
get to read it. And fourth, if they need any clarification, I have got some by email, by phone, and so on and so on, and all the time I answer. They can call me on 519-991-7339, or they send me an email at albert, no, electalbert20 at gmail.com, or they can reach me at my Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at electalbert2020 for any question, any inquiry. The last and the most important, I would like that all residents vote for Albert Sabah and earlier, if possible, because I will be your voice. Well, that's uh, certainly you, you sound like you're very accessible during the campaign. It's good to hear that you want to, uh, if you're elected, you'll stay in touch with the media. Certainly, if you're elected, we're going to hold you to that and we're going to have you back on Windsor's Inside Pulse. Um, okay. and, and, uh, and I, I want to I thank you, Albert, for joining us on Windsor's Inside Pulse. It's been great to have the opportunity to get to learn a little bit more about you. For our listeners, please remember to subscribe to the Windsor's Inside Pulse podcast on your favorite podcast app. We have invited all of the Ward 7 candidates to an interview. Please also remember to uh, like our Facebook page for show updates. Take care.